Welcome to the Dating Advisory Board. I'm your host, Jen Hecht. I am so excited for our show tonight. I've got the wonderful and brilliant Katie Nelson here. She's the Chief Sales Officer at Sales Uprising. I am. You are. I mean, she's got 20... Actually, let's first back it up a second. Sales is Katie's love language. <laughs> I will tell you that's Jen's favorite line about my bio. It, it just, it really is. Because it's true, because we talk, we'll get into the five love languages too, how it applies. Ooh. Oh, yes. So, uh, you know about the five love languages? I'm getting a little warm. You're getting a little warm? Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Um, but you know, Katie has over 25 years experience in sales of all kinds, inside, mm -hmm. outside sales, cold calls, warm calls. I mean, that sounds pretty similar in the dating world. It is. Right. The dating is sales. Sales is everything. Sales. Is sales. You're always selling yourself in some way. Absolutely. Right. As right. a mom, as business yeah. owner. Business. Right. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. So this this is going to help you in your dating. Yes, it's going to help you. And in business, too. That's the whole point. Absolutely. Bringing the business boardroom techniques to the dating world. Love it. Okay, so you work with a lot of small business communities. So when tell us a little bit of how you got and how you started your company. Sure. Just, yeah, you know, your background. Um, so I've been in sales for 25 years. This is my third business. It's the first one I've been the CSO and, you know, like it. chief CSO. cook and bottle washer of. Uh, <laughs> I worked with the small business community for the past 10 years in the D.C. metro area specifically. Okay. Uh, my parents own their own businesses. I'm a big entrepreneurial uh, type of person. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's in my DNA, apparently. Yeah. Wouldn't well. have thought it. Uh, and I actually had to have somebody tell me I was a serial entrepreneur, which would could have blown me over with a feather because it never occurred to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do. My clients are all small businesses uh, and have been for years. Yeah. So I love it. That's awesome. All right, so let's talk about how the sales cycle works. I mean, because this is right. I mean, I do sales too for business. So I, I cannot wait to uh, swap stories on the sales cycle. <laughs> talk about the funnel. Well, you're right. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? So sales life cycle, if you go take a look and Google it, it will show you pictures of everything. There's a gazillion different uh what are they called? Pictograms yes. of what this looks like. I take it from the easiest place, which is just your sales funnel, right? Right. So you've got your lead gen and prospects all at the top of the funnel. Right. And then as you go down, you qualify and you present, and hopefully you close. Yeah. And out, out the bottom comes your deal. Yeah. In this instance, it would be a date. Yes. But the problem is in dating and in sales, you have to fill that funnel with qualifying leads. Let's premise that. This is not just putting like all the web... I couldn't even believe this. Some of these apps have, well, they'll just swipe right automatically. So then you have to do the work, right? You wouldn't go that out. That sounds horrible. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess it makes it easy for them because they're like, oh, okay, whatever comes down the funnel is what, you know, right. <laughs> what date's going to come out. Yay I mean, for yay me. Yay for me. I guess. 
But think about that. I mean, just like in business, you, you're targeting a specific client or industry. You know your mission and vision of what your company can bring to the offer, just like you should have it in the dating world. Well, and so let's talk about that just yeah. really quick, right? Uh, if we're taking business from a strategy perspective and let's create our business plan, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing you need to know is who's my niche? Who's my target? Right. What? Who's going to buy from me, yeah. right? Who do, who's my market? Who wants me? What do I have for them? It's the same thing in dating. If you can't get your niche right, it's not going to go well, right? Right. You're going to always feel like you didn't quite make the mark. Right. Yeah, because I think it just comes back to knowing, you know, as a business, like, you know what your core competencies are, and you should know what your core competencies are in the dating world or what you want out of it, just mm -hmm. having a clear understanding. I mean, I always joke, I said, you know, it's very different dating in your 20s and <laughs> dating in your 40s or your 30s. I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. But if you don't have that kind of honest conversation with yourself and kind of map it out, I mean, obviously, don't get aggressive and put, like, 40 million things on there on the list. Right. But, but that's the really part. the truth, right? Like let's just be it goes back to being authentic, right? You you know your core competencies, you know what you're really looking for. Right. So just uh, move towards that. Focus, just like in business, focus, focus is really important. Yes. No, you have to. I mean, and then also <clears throat> talking about, we'll get into networking in a, in a, uh, in a second, but <laughs> some of the key components that salespeople, what should they be doing when they're talking to customers? So let's go down, give some examples from, from the customer side when you're, you're, you're looking for prospects and then mm -hmm. when you're, you're, you're getting into your business. Sure. One of the great things about technology is that you no longer have to cold call, right? So my very first job when I was 15 and a half was literally sitting on a phone old computer would just come up with number after number after number mm -hmm. um, of who knew what kind of people they got on the list yeah. somehow. Somebody bought their information and then I got to sell them a book club or a coffee club or yeah. face cream. Face so, you know, face cream's good. It was always good when the, the guy answered the phone. Yeah. Hi. You better buy this. Are, you worried, your right? Are you worried about wrinkles? No. <laughs> um, from a 15 and a half year old who doesn't know what a wrinkle is. It's brilliant. Love it. um, but yeah, so uh, technology is such today that marketing can fill the top of your funnel. So marketing can do a ton of your lead gen. Uh, you want to be thoughtful about it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but it can take care of some of the top of that. And then when you get into the top of your funnel and you go a little bit further down and some of your prospects start to sift out. Right. Maybe yep. they were outliers. Maybe they weren't honest on the form, whatever the case was. Mm -hmm. um, you just start to have conversations. Right. right. You really need to. Marketing is the front face of your business, but selling is going to be the one on one conversation. That's where I get to say hi and look you in the eyeball right. and, and see if we really have a connection or even a spark, right, right. to do business or to date. Right, right. I mean, I think you know, most people think, you know, especially going into networking events, like, oh, well, let me see how many, I can, how many cards I can get. That is not how it's done. No. <laughs> well, you could, <laughs> yeah. What I would say is that you can do it that way, but what's but more you're likely? you're not going to be, yeah, you're not Right, gonna. what's more likely? You're going to go get a bunch of cards and they're all going to sit on your desk. And you're not And then you're going to feel up. overwhelmed by the amount of cards you have on your desk. Or you decide to give out, grab no one's card, um, except for the three people that you really think that you can make a connection to yeah. or could be potential customers. Or just even look in, it's like a, in relationships. I mean, you, I wouldn't go in there and whomever I'm meeting. I'm just trying to get to know that person. Because mm -hmm. think about it, in business, too, if you get the client, I mean, that's the client for a long time. So you want to be able to make sure, like, I, do I get along with this person? Do I want them as a client? And right? people forget that, right? Uh, when you're selling. So my number one tip for salespeople is to remember you can say no, too. So yeah. just like I would tell someone who's dating, yeah. right? Remember who you really want to be hanging out with. Not all clients are a fit for what we have to sell. Right. So you can say, oh, I would, you know, it sounds like uh, you really need some help, but I'm not going to be the right company or the right person to provide it for you. 
Right. And then Let me it, refer you to yeah, my great network. That. Right. And then sometimes like, whoa, 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 why are you doing that? Why don't you want to work with me? But, well, and, and you're like, no worries. Like, yeah, this is why. Fine. It's because of X, Y, and Z, and you're looking for A, B, and D, and I don't have that. Right. I'm missing the C factor. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Um, C oh. factor. <laughs> C level business. Uh, no. Um, but anyway, so when you're talking about, can we give some some of the tricks that we can use? Because when we talk about selling ourselves in both business mm-hmm. and dating world, right? Like, what are some of the tricks and tips that we can? Uh... Well, so, you know, you, from the beginning, you've got your first impression. So yeah. always just make sure that you look great to begin with. Uh, and then, so I don't really believe in fake it till you make it. Right. That's not, it's not my favorite saying. No. However, uh, before you go into any event, whether it be a date or whether it be a networking event, uh, prepare yourself. So think about the things that... Uh, make you feel successful. Think about the last time you felt oh so loved, whether that was because your dog greeted you oh so happily at home, like my rock star does. Uh, or it's his name Rockstar? Yeah. Oh, his name's Rockstar. <laughs> That's about the most awesome name of a dog in a long time. Thank you. That's <laughs> really good. Um, he's cute. He's cute. Um, so yeah, think about the last time you felt really good before you go into that event and you're already winning. Right. That's just how you're presenting yourself. If you're confident walking in there, just like, okay, for example, on sales of our insight, the one tip I learned when you're calling people for the first time inside sales and that is smile through the phone. We can hear that. If you're like, I am, yeah, would you like to buy some, you know, telephony? Cause it's awesome. <laughs> I swear to God, I heard this one guy doing it. I'm like, no. I'm like, here's some advice, right? You want to sound like, hey, like, how are you? Here's some of the things that we have to make be a fit for your business. Are you willing to, you know? I'm cool. Are you cool? Yeah. Like, just have fun with it. The best client I ever got, which was like a 10-year relationship, and I don't know how many millions of dollars, I literally called him, said, hey, uh, you know, I have access to be able to work with you. And he said, do I know you? And I said, absolutely not, but you're going to. You and I are going to have lunch tomorrow at... The right. restaurant next door. And he's like, who are you? Right. But I'm then, like, but it gives you intrigue. It's like, well, I have to meet this person. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you're you sound studying, really fun. Yeah. You sound fun. Cause people want to, I mean, we're, I mean, how many hours of the day you're at work, you want to be able to have fun with the people you work with. I mean, at least try to as much as you can, especially clients. I mean, try to weed out those clients. I mean, I know it's hard in the beginning when you're starting off, but <laughs> you know, you're, you're trying to say like, okay, I can't leave a client down, but you know, you should start to filter a little bit and make sure it's aligned with the business and core values because you're having to deal with them. If you're around negative Nancy's all day long for eight hours, and especially if it's a larger client that you have to deal with yep. all the time and they're calling and screaming and yelling at you all the time. I mean, first of all, I mean, that's just ridiculous. So stop doing it people. Okay. Stop being mean to uh, don't to be negative. Yeah, no need to be negative, negative Nancy's. But you no, know, but that's you know that's the thing. So um, so yeah, I would just say you know just be positive. But look, I mean, you have your choice. Like just like in dating, you have a choice to date this person or not. There's right? no sale is worth it to like have a piece of your soul cut out. Right. Right. And when you're first in no. sales, nobody teaches you that. Everybody teaches you that it's all about getting the sale. <laughs> Get the sale and then another one and then another one and meet your goals and do this. But the truth of it is, is that if we just go into, if we know our product, if we love our product, if we know our service, subject we love matter our service, expert. Let's right. talk about that first. Right. If too. we're the SME and we know exactly what we can do and how we can provide it for you, there's no reason to ever have to sell your soul. Uh, no. You know, if you believe in uh, the law of attraction, mm-hmm. right? Which is a huge thing, uh, true. both in business and, and in dating. dating. Right. Uh, you are what you attract. Absolutely. Yeah. It, you know, you can't get it wrong as long as you're the most real you representing the most real product and services 
that, right? So don't overpromise and underdeliver. Yes. Don't say you can, you know, don't say anything to get the sale. That's not helpful and it's not going to help you. No, no. Yeah, do not say that. And if you and that's always a one big tip. If you say you're going to email something, email it. Or even try to do it earlier so then it sets an expectation and saying, oh, wow, just like getting back to someone on a date. Yes. You know, right? If you ask them on a date, you ask them on a date and you get follow up with them. Yes. It's true. And if you don't, then whoever doesn't get followed up with should feel like that person doesn't come through and so too bad for them. They're, they're no longer on the list. Right. Uh, if a client is coming to me and saying, Katie, I know that I need your services and you and I are going to have the buying conversation on Friday and then they push it to Monday and then I never hear from them Monday. What am I supposed to do with that? Am I supposed to keep yeah. running after them and saying, OK, well, you said you said you set the expectation, Mr. And Mrs. Client, that this Mr. was something that you needed. Uh, <laughs> said you needed my services. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You, you, you said you have what I need. No, you need what I have. So it, I'm not going to chase after you. I'll, I'll send you a lovely note and say it looks like you're pretty busy. So get back to me when you can or I'll touch base with you if I don't hear from you. But I'm, I'm kind of done. Yeah. Now let's go back and talk about how important it is um, putting in social media, especially on LinkedIn, right? And how you're presenting yourself in LinkedIn versus mm -hmm. on the dating sites. We're going to go all <laughs> versus on the dating sites. Yeah. Okay. Well, because it makes a valid, valid point. If you don't think people are looking you up on both, you're crazy. I okay. don't disagree. Yeah. I, so it's like, it's interesting to me where, um, you know, number one, you should be very professional in your LinkedIn picture. Yes. 100%. Because you are trying to, to put your best foot far, forward and try to sell your product or your company's product, right? And so you should have it completely filled out. Well, and we're talking about your platform, right? So LinkedIn right. is where we all know to go from a professional perspective. So if, you, if I'm taking a selfie on a lanai you know in front of an ocean what am i saying um am I, I i saw tanning cream because that's right. what i would say for because i wouldn't be it better say tropicana wrap next to it <laughs> right a uh, travel agent maybe right. oh, yeah uh destinations awesome some, potentially I, I, I really couldn't tell you what that's going to conjure up for me that i'm going to want to purchase from that person uh that picture in any other platform Especially uh, on Facebook, a, perfectly fine. Yeah, Facebook's fine. I mean, there's all different ways you can, you know, you're supposed to sell yourself on different social media platforms yes. in business, right? Yes. 100%. So LinkedIn, have a professional photo and get recommendations. I'm actually shocked to see that there's not a lot more people that are not reaching out to to their tribes or their clients and saying, hey, can you give me a three or four sentences and to recommend me on what I do? I think that's such an interesting thing, right? Because we're willing to ask for referrals. Mm -hmm. but we're not willing to so who do you know that can utilize me you know what I do you know how great I am you know exactly how I can perform so you think people give referrals in business more I don't think they do well see I think it, I think it's easier to ask for mm. I think it's easier to ask for do a they referral. get them though uh that's a whole nother thing okay <laughs> was that what we were talking about yeah right so <laughs> uh but no so it's easier to say do you have anybody that you think could work with me other than can you put your name we're not willing to make the ask. Will right. you say that you think I'm awesome? Why wouldn't you say that? Yeah. They tell you you're awesome. And then sometimes, and if you get busy, it's like, well, if you're just busy, I'll just write a couple sentences, and if you think it's okay, we'll do it. And, they and usually, how do you feel about that? No, I'm just saying, if they, no, they, wanna a, do, if they don't want to do it. That is a known thing. Like, here, yeah. let me help you out. And so from a sales perspective, we call that getting as close to the yes as possible, right? Here, let me provide you with everything you need so you can just sign on the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, but is that really genuine? 
Like in that instance, I don't know that I'd go for this. I don't know yeah. that I'd go for the yes. I'd yeah. rather have it be in somebody's own words. Yeah. It goes back to the whole authenticity thing. Yeah. I mean, but most people, if you just say, can you please do this for me? You'd be my hero. Right. Well, yeah. That's always a good one. That's a chart. That's a tip. Who okay. doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't no, like to be you a hero? Go, like if you want to get like one time, I, I'm giving my secrets away. All right. If I tell this story and it doesn't work anymore, oh, I'm going to no. be really mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I'll say like you will. I went somewhere. I was at a hotel. And it was like Bahamas or something. And I don't know what happened. I, we couldn't get into this one show or something. I was like, you will be my hero. You know, and then I just busted out in song and it worked. Oh. And I did get the thing. Tickets. What song? I'm not singing it I right tried. now. I no. tried. Mm-mm. Not good. I almost almost let it out. <laughs> Didn't happen. Though. That would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. I had to make the ask. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. But no, it's it's interesting, you know. And and also on Facebook, and, and people are in we're talking about sales and jobs, mm-hmm. and you know, always remember what you're posting on social media. Doesn't matter on Instagram, on Facebook, and because those pictures cannot be diluted or will not be. Well, and you know, so I didn't. I came late to the social media game. Yeah. Uh, I love marketing. Some of my favorite people are marketing people, Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm good at it. I'm in sales, and it has, I've never been tasked with until I own my own businesses to have a marketing presence. It was always a a live type of relationship. So I didn't really have to worry about the pictures that were taken or even really what I said. Yeah. um, As long as it was real, right? Right. So. And since I have complete control over that, it wasn't real difficult. Marketing, on top of all of it, especially from a business perspective, whole other game. Right. Right? It's true. So get yourself an expert that's more than happy to tell you, yes, you can be your funky self, or no, under no circumstances can you say that online anywhere ever. Ever, yes. And there's so many groups and videos out there that can help you with your business. People usually say, I don't know where to start, I don't know where to start. Just join groups if you look at there's social media groups and you just look at read the feeds I mean you got to read I always say knowledge is power right I absolutely mean, I mean I, I've learned from from listening and that's the key oh and listening to your customers Bob London Bob London Bob London was on the show talking about we're not listening enough to what the what the customers are wanting absolutely and you're just trying to push your product which in the end again isn't going to get you the relationship that you want that's going right. to make you the most money, right? right? So even though selling is not about money, from a business perspective it absolutely is. And so if you it should never be about you pushing your agenda other mm-hmm. than to say this is what I do. What I've heard you say client or potential <laughs> is that this is what you want and I can right. actually do that. So this is how I do it. Does that work with you? The, my favorite part of a sell is actually the qualification, requalification, validation and delivery of any given yeah. thing. And that's over the life cycle of a relationship. My, my, back to my client who I told would know me, would go over yes, to Clyde's and we'd have did. some, you know, calamari and it'd be delicious. Oh, and then uh, uh, crab and R choked up. Oh my God. <laughs> Your client, not my client. My client <laughs> likes calamari. Okay. No, but um, say the Clyde's has really good <laughs> crab and R choked They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Uh, and we Look, digress. now we're hungry. Now I'm hungry. Yep. Yep. Um, he would call me constantly and say, Katie, it's so sad. You know, I, these people aren't you because our conversation was the same all the time. We, he and I would have a lot. Uh, yeah. His drive was long. My drive was long. We'd catch up on the business yeah. day, what business was coming up. And my question at the end would always be the same. So in this instance, it had to do with staffing. If somebody was getting ready to be hired, my next question would always be, do you need another person? Always, always, always for 10 years. That was the same question. And you would think, Katie, why are you asking? Why can't you just say, of course you need another person or, just let it be and he'll tell you because he knows that's going to be your question. Right. That's no. not his job. 
No. It's not his job to tell me. It's my job to ask. Right. So even though I knew him for 10 years and I knew what the answers were going to be and I could hire his people before he ever saw them oh, yeah. um, or their resume, you you never assume. My biggest tip is don't assume. Right. Assumption will kill the sale. Yeah, that's true. And always, here's another tip for salespeople too, especially, um, is reaching out to your customers, right? You, you like your after the follow, after the sale, okay? So you know, there's. I mean, sometimes I know, and, and even in how do I want to say this? So I don't get in trouble here. Um, <laughs> there are certain clients that you know will I will I talk to on a daily basis just because mm-hmm. they are they have multiple sites or they have all you know a lot of things going on. So I do talk to them often, but doesn't mean that I don't love my other clients, right? Absolutely. Right. But the other thing is, is that you know what I'm trying to make a better thing of doing is reaching back out to them, calling them, trying meeting for coffee, meeting for lunch because you know our systems last 10, 12 years. Right. So you may not talk to them and then they may call, Okay, we're moving, Jenna, you know, I need X, Y, and Z. Okay, that's you know, great, you know. But so delivering through the sale, right? Um, the sales already been made, you've already got your check, you've already got your gotten paid, uh, and now it's on to the delivery team and they're working that and services are already being provided, mm-hmm. right? The the touch base or the follow up yeah. or the management portion of that client is so important. Uh, you wanna make sure that what you're actually selling is what's being delivered. We're not you know, unless you are a solopreneur, there's no control over that. Right. So you can't, uh, and it's your responsibility. If you are looking to keep a relationship with your client to make sure that they're happy throughout the 360 degrees of a sale. Right. Exactly. I know. Well, we're going to come back in one second and we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, we've got more to talk about how to be easily referred. I'm going to talk a little bit deeper about that. And then we're going to get into building our tribe and some non-negotiables. So stay tuned.
Hello and welcome back to the Dating Advisory Board. I'm your host, Jen Hecht, and I've got the wonderful Katie Nelson, Chief Sales Officer at Sales Uprising. So we're going all about sales and dating tips and how they correlate to each other. They're complete. They're the same thing. Same thing. Yeah, they are. I know. So what we're talking about? I want to talk about the strategy, right? The dating strategy, like a business strategy. So give us some tips on that, how we can re-engineer it. So from a a strategy and business and dating perspective, I'm going to go back to our niche. So when we talk about a really good, strong plan, you you need to know who you're going to be selling to. To know who you're going to be selling to, you need to know what you're going to sell. So that's all from a dating perspective. And a business perspective, that has everything to do with you. Right. So I'm going to have, yes, I want this type of client. Yes, I don't want this kind of client. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You have to have your parameters. If you don't have your parameters, you're kind of all over the place. One of the mistakes that business owners make is to say, I can help everyone or I can deliver to yeah, everybody. No. It's like, I can do everyone. Right. What? And maybe you do like short people and tall people or, right. you know, but, no, but there's like going to be something like there's going to be something that's different. Right. Like the, there has to be your differentiators. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're only going to be moving your bar so far every time you go out. Right. It's true. Like just like in business. So if you are really good in nonprofit space, right, mm-hmm. then you want to target other nonprofits because now you can say, well, I work with X, Y and Z company. Look at the, the things that I'm doing to help enhance their business. So this be of some interest. Well, now you've already created value, whether you didn't mm-hmm. even realize it or not. Yeah. Yes. It's true. It's true. Thanks. No, but anyway, and then think about when people say, well, what networking group should I join? Well, there's all different associations, especially if you are targeting nonprofits. Join nonprofits groups. You can Google it. You can see what events are going on where they'll attend. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, and, and especially if that's your product that you're selling to them or why why is it so important or just think to yourself, why is it so important that I'm with nonprofits or government contracting, for mm-hmm. instance, you know, well, and you can bring so and then you get to know the lexicon of that particular uh, market. Right? right. So if I'm it, kind of like with your marketing, right, right. if you say uh, you're going to target your marketing to women because your clients are women, you're going to have a lot that's a big move, right? Uh, if you say women business owners, it's going to get a little bit smaller. If you say women business owners in D.C., if you say women owners, women business owners in D.C. that do this type of industry, you're you're getting closer and closer and closer to who you can actually deliver to, as well as who can get value by knowing you. You're going to be, mm-hmm. you're going to immerse yourself in that marketplace and be able to give better everything, more yeah. of yourself. That's right. true. Because you're going to know what's going on with competition. You're going to know what's going on in pricing in that market. You're the subject matter expert of your market. Yes. And that's just like, Dean, be the subject matter expert of yourself, knowing what, what you want. Yes. And it's just so important because I just don't think we really look at it. What You're looking in the mirror saying, this is what I want. And it, right. be specific. Be specific. Be as specific as you want. Right. And if you can't get it, don't think, don't assume that it's not there. Just go on another date that you're where you're looking for it. Yeah. Right. Core values. If there's someone that's okay, if they want to get married, if they don't want to get married, if they want to have kids, kids you know, or not have kids. Or not have kids. I mean, those are very. And don't be like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I, I could maybe overlook there's it. a chance I could change them. No, they're or not maybe, changing. Or maybe it. I'll change my mind. Right. No, so before you ever think I'm going to be able to change somebody, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and every relationship will be different. You know, uh, uh, maybe I'm okay with dating a Republican. Maybe I'm not okay with dating a Republican. Same thing with the Democrat. Maybe you have to have certain beliefs. You have to be Catholic right. if you date me, maybe. Right. But that's not going to go away just yeah. because somebody's cute or right. has a bigger bankroll. 
or pair of shoes, you know, (laughs) no, right. Those are going to be things that that's how you feel. It's not going to, it's not up up for negotiation. Yeah. Have your non-negotiables. Yeah. And and be specific, but don't be like, okay, they have to be six, five and make 300,000. I mean, you can try, you can try it, but but what that means is that now you're you're going in like the 1%. Absolutely. Now you, now you've got lots more work to do. Right. And then that's even tough because then you're having like, are you coming up to that level? Oh, right. I mean, are you coming like, you know, think about those. There's higher when the smaller the percentage get like very picky. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, you're talking about what's her name? Patty Stanger. Yeah. Right. Your your matchmaker yeah. lady. Her niche is very, tiny, very extremely specific. Extremely but you better specific. believe she has to deliver to that level of right. specificity. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they it's like tried and true and interviews and pre-work right. I mean pre-work. sales pre-work it's qualifying it's qualifying she qualifies research the is huge she yeah her huge. research skills right yes I mean it's crazy and the, but the thing about it, there's just so many different dating apps up there that I mean I, I don't even know which one <laughs> look you, you probably don't want to hear <clears throat> the reason why I know that sales is like dating is because I've been married for a very long time <laughs> That's why I know. I love it. I did it right, apparently. You did it right. Uh, I just didn't know it at the time. But the truth of it is, is that I've had the relationship, and I have a, he's the love of my life. That's Uh, awesome. And I continue. Bing, 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 bing. That's so nice. I love it. I love hearing stories like that. I love it. Uh, That was for you, honey. Um, But even in that relationship, we continue to set expectations and qualify and requalify. Nobody stays stagnant. If If we're doing our humanness right, we continue to move forward. And so... And boundaries. I st- right. I started, I've started three businesses, right? Every single one was a different conversation, setting the expectations, making sure that it was still going to work within our family dynamic. It's a continual, that's part of a relationship. It's never a given that he's going to say yes every single time, right? Right. Uh, no matter how supportive he is, maybe we just don't have the ability to at the moment, or maybe it's not a good idea. I'm going to want to know these things. I don't want to assume that it's always going to be a yes. Right, so your communication. How how open is your communication? Going back to you saying sales is your love language, knowing what your love language is, right? Yes. Right, you have to. I mean, I'm telling you, y'all haven't taken the quiz. You need to take it. Because my name is like, of course, my, like I took it, there was like two, was uh, number one was uh, quality time, and the right below was words of affirmation, and then the next three were all sevens, and the gifts were zero. I'm like, you're like this is not what I was expecting. I was like, yeah, so when people give me, I'm like, okay, thanks, but it's like that's I'm like it's the words, people. It's the words. I'm like, good the to know. Yeah. Did you hear that, everybody? Oh God. Knock her off your Christmas list. Yeah. Just well, tell her you love her. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that, right? Um, I haven't had it. I haven't taken the quiz, so I will take the quiz. Yeah, you have to take the quiz. Okay. You and your husband. Have and to I will give you. I will give you an update. It'd be yeah. interesting. We should. We should actually find out if we know. Like he can rate me. Oh, I'll yeah. rate him. And then we'll see if we're right. Right. Because, uh, like, when you'll take it, you'll be like, okay, this is him. And then you can, because they'll give you a full. Right. Having given him gifts in years, watch, that's his, like, number one thing. <laughs> that I would be amazing. better enhance it. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Uh, we'll shift our expectations. There you go. And then go from there. Mm-hmm. No. So, you know, open communication and communication at all levels is the most important thing. It, yeah. The most important thing. Don't assume. Ask questions. Yeah. If you heard something, make sure that you're hearing the same thing. So, did you say this? Because this is what I heard. Is this what you meant? Right. Right. I heard that tone. Right. Was there a, is, was there a tone? 
Right? No, they may not I wasn't even know. They may not even know it. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Like, what are you talking about? And then, then the other ones are irritated, and the other ones are like, I didn't even say anything, and it just creates this whole absolutely snowball nightmare. effect. Yeah. Right. And it can happen with your clients too. Yeah. And on text, that's it's another thing. Text and email. Careful how you word things. What's okay? the longest? How long? So I think I've spent. 15 minutes writing and rewriting an email to a client oh, before. absolutely. Right? Maybe yeah. sometimes you'll just put it aside, especially if it's a touchy or hot situation. Yeah. You just, this isn't coming out right. I know that I'm if like, I send this. how can I say it a different way? Right. Right. The thesaurus and dictionary are your best friends. Yeah. And Grammarly.com, sign up. <laughs> it's a jam. Good to know. I know. I'm telling you, Grammarly.com, you're welcome. I'm old school grammar, so I still use all the commas and everything. Yeah, well, it does it for you. Oh. You just put it in there and it just tells you click guess and then you're done. Uh, here, let me write it down. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Grammarly.com. Grammarly.com. You're welcome. That's awesome. I know. I found it. I was like, well, where have you been all my life? And there is an app for that. There is an app. There's usually an app, right? And you want to record a book, there's dictation app. And then it just sends it to your email, then you can edit it. I mean, I'm just dropping some knowledge on I everybody like it. tonight. Like, I hope you all are paying attention. This, this is, is really gold. Good. This is like good stuff. It's gold. Yeah. You um, can literally just do that. <laughs> who knew? That's awesome. I know. Um, but no, so, you know, open communication, setting expectations, uh, validating that what you heard was right, and then being able to deliver to that. It's really, it's not any more difficult than that. So, you know, 82% of my clients come up to me, and the reason why they hire me is because I have this thing for sales. I'm a little geeky about it, and I love it, and I really can't hide it at all. But I love it because she's passionate about it, and you're like, oh, this is good. I'm going to get some good knowledge, right? You know? I mean, you uh, just want to work with her. Thank you. Uh, and they say, Katie, look, I don't want to be pushy, right? And my favorite question to ask them is, am I pushy? Yeah. And they're like, well, no. Right. Oh, yeah. right. So let's, let's take a step into that, right? There's... When you go into a cell, or even when you go into a date, right, right, um, try to c cut yourself some slack. Um, even if you were the pushiest person on earth, think of the most hated person you know, whoever they are, whether they're a personal relationship of yours, or maybe they're just in the media, okay? And then think about whether or not they have a following, whether or not they have people that would buy from them. The answer is they do. It goes back to your laws of attraction. Hmm. If I'm a pushy salesperson, there are people who like that. I have no time. You know, I'm a high-touch salesperson. I want to make sure that you're getting exactly what I promised, exactly right. what you want. Because exactly. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to come back on my reputation. Absolutely Like, not. I'm not going to sell you something you don't want. It, right. Mm -hmm. What's the point of that? Yeah, so then you can be like, Jen, why would you do this? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. This is what the tech told me to do. Right. I didn't need right. that. I didn't need it. So, like, Five we always... million dollar system. I no. could have done great with, you know, Like, I was like, do you need some refurbished phones? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They fit so well within your budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got, and we've got some. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, you'll, as long as you're confident in what you're doing and you actually can uh, speak to what you're selling and deliver what you're selling, it's it's a kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, kind of it's like thing. there's nothing different in business. Like if you as a salesperson, you should go in and look at how they are running their business. Don't find out why you just need to sell your product. How are they running their business so that you can help it run more efficiently? For example, say that, like, well, what are you doing in different marketing and advertising? And, and find out, okay, what, talk about all areas of their business because there may be, a, uh, like, you may have your subject matter experts that you can refer in an advertising or video. I mean, I do that all the time. And that brings value because they think, well, this person wants to, cares about in the business. Well, yeah, because... 
you know, I want to do a good job. I want to provide value. Well, and if you're not doing good, I'm not doing good, right? Right. So there's that whole. Uh, it all works in tandem. It's all by spiderweb theory. It's right. All We're all intertwined. Intertwined, yeah. Really and truly. Everything is connected. And so if I'm looking to sell you a product or service, but I can see that in three months your cash flow is going to end because of something that isn't even related to me, it absolutely behooves me to say. Absolutely. I. Just as an FYI, I see this over here. I didn't know if you guys noticed it. Maybe you want to bring it up with your whatever, whoever is in charge of that type of thing. Yeah, just uh, true. But that's happened true. to a client of mine previously, and and I, you know, we didn't get to work together anymore. So I would hate for that to happen to you. There's nothing wrong with that. It's it's only going to create a deeper relationship. Yeah. Well, that's really good info. Um, <clears throat> so, what was the absolute no nos in uh, business and dating? Lying. Well, clearly you say that, but it really is, you know, when we talk about overselling um, or setting the wrong expectation, it just sets everybody up for failure. You, your date, you, your client, you, your business owner, whoever it is, it's not a winning proposition. So just be honest. I know it's not easy. No, especially if something goes wrong, like maybe with an installation and you can't like, you don't want to say, oh, it's the other vendor. It's somebody no, else's it's not. Because they're going to come out and figure it out anyway. You know, I was talking to my brother who uh, is recently available and on the marketplace for the first time in forever. And I was talking to him about this very thing, uh-huh. if you can imagine. And I was letting, like, your life is your business. Own it. And that's really how I feel about it. Just hmm. warts and alls. It's... Uh, not a detractor. Mm-hmm. If you can, you know, I'm five foot tall. Okay. I'm, pre- I'm pretty short. Uh, I've got a lot of faults and um, differentiators is what we'll call them. Not faults. Uh, well, that, depending on who you ask, right? Well, who cares but what the, they say? But that's the thing. Yeah. These are all of the things that if I paid attention to them could keep me back from right. being the most brilliant of me. Right. And it doesn't even occur to me. Well, they, do, they, they don't want you to shine, honey. They want to darl out sparkle. Trust me, those pheasants. I'm sorry. So I'm a real, I'm a Real Housewives fan. If you don't like my sparkle, get off my rainbow. I, I dig it. I I like that line. (laughs) And it's just, it really is true. And if you can be the best of you and warts and all, you'll, you'll attract the right clients. You'll attract the right. Just be honest. Just be honest. And think about it. You want to work with people that you like. I mean, people are going to buy from people they like. Let's just preface that okay they are going to buy from people they want to work with bottom mm-hmm. line end of story just like people will buy from you in the dating world if they like how you make them feel or how you you know they want to hang out with you they have fun you know don't forget the what's in it for me scenario right so a client you're always trying to deliver to the what's in it for them right. not so much the what's in it for me what's in it for me maybe mm-hmm. a good check maybe i made my numbers i get an award but your client is who you're looking to deliver to that what's in it for me could be i just want to have somebody i want to have a vendor that i dig yeah. right it can be as simple as every time this woman calls she makes me laugh and i it's love true. doing business with her yeah right uh in Prior to Sales Uprising, I was in the staffing business. You can't spit in D.C. without running up against at least three different staffing businesses. It's a really competitive marketplace. Never occurred to me because I didn't deliver what they delivered. I delivered me. Right, because and that's, you know, people, you'll hear, why should I buy from you? What differentiates this from another vendor? I'm like, how do you, I'm fine. How do you add value? No, well, we say, like, we're adding value, but we're also the subject matter expert in our field. Bar, bar none. I mean, look at our re- references. Like, I have mm-hmm. 300 clients just yep. with the system. 
Not only that, but I'm going to bring me. So you're not just buying my subject matter expertise in regards to the product or services that I'm delivering. You're actually getting it from me. So it's my job to tell you exactly who I am and be able to deliver to that. And I'm a no BS, highly, right? I'm available to you. Whatever it is that client's looking for that you can provide them, it's all of that plus your subject matter expertise in regards to what you have in delivery. Yeah, It's always going to be about you. It's true. They can go... No, I don't know if you know this. They can go get telephony somewhere else. Yeah. You can get sling some phones somewhere else. <laughs> Woo-woo! Woo-hoo. Hey, we all need a phone. That's how we communicate, people. How Do it. Let's talk about that. I mean, all right, so let's get on this, you know, the, on the dating side. So my thing is, is that, you know, how customers... It's interesting how they're com- they want to be communicated with. Some people are like, oh, I don't want to pick up the phone and call my customer. Or I'm just going to email. Or I'm going to text. What? You're texting a customer? So I liken this to the, I had a colleague of mine once tell me that maybe I was a little too familiar with my clients. Has that ever happened to you? No, they know um, better. They heard me on the phone. <laughs> they heard me on the phone yeah. and I think I was like, thanks, hon, talk to you later. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd say. Right. So one, it's called mirroring. So if your clients call you, hon, and you're good with it and it's, <laughs> It's not, you're allowed to do it if it, if it works with you. If that was a non-negotiable for me, I would have communicated to that client, don't call me hun. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so I had a colleague tell me this. Um, why would you, it is so unprofessional to send a text. Well, I'm sorry if you don't have your client's cell phone number so that you can get in touch with them. I do. Oh, look, hey, Jim, can we get together for a face-to-face tomorrow? Fantastic. If, it, if you've got the ability to do it, yeah, use it. Absolutely. You're, if, you're cl- if it's good with your clients, do it. If it's good with the person that you're dating, why wouldn't you? Uh, communication is a, a foundational point of any relationship. Right. So uh, as much as possible, as often as possible. Oh, my God. No such thing. I There's know. There's no such thing as over communication, man. And what would you say, is there one piece of advice that changed your mindset? Along the way. One major one. Well, so I grew up in sales. So it never occurred to me until I was older that other people looked at sales as something that was icky. Yeah, I never understood that either. Right, right. Oh, you're in sales. Right. What What is that? I mean, my dad told me since I was eight years old, he's like, clearly you're going to be in sales. I was like, (laughs) really? Why? And he's like, oh, Jen, because you're so competitive and you want to win. Oh, here's actually a tip for business owners. True story. Do it. True story. Uh, There's an article. um, uh, Was it Nationwide? I think it was Nationwide. Um, They hire all uh, NCAA athletes. athletes, Yes. Which is brilliant, okay? Because they are competitive. They want to win. They want to do a good job. And so I would highly suggest if you're looking for good salespeople that you team up with some NCAA colleges and try to get into you know, some of their sports. I have, mean, an, have an internship ha- program. Have, have an internship program. That would be brilliant. Ha- you know, have your recruiters focus on getting sales uh, salespeople on the show. So I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I Even in my interview process for multiple jobs, were you ever in sports in high school or college? Yes. Yes, I was. 
And that would put you on top of, you know, I mean, I talked to some some big CEOs and I was telling them, they're like, oh, that's a good idea. You should do it. That's, you know, like, you're welcome. Are all your CEOs from Canada? No. Oh. Oh. Or Minnesota. Oh, okay. It's a Michigan <laughs> accent. Okay, people. <laughs> you haven't had it all day until you started talking about CEOs. I know. Well, sometimes it just comes out when I least expect it. I like it. I know. I love it. it. Um, so, I, it, one, I had to be taught that sales was icky so I didn't yeah. start out that way and then the biggest thing I learned more deals die when you make assumptions right you get and just like in the dating world people there's nobody to blame but yourself yeah you can't assume someone doesn't reach back out like like I had one girlfriend she he did not text me in one hour we're done I'm like you're nuts had you I one, said, had you set the expectation that that's what was gonna happen right. like I need to hear from you in an hour yeah and wow I mean, she was I mean, just I being funny, but really I think, I mean, I hear it, though. I hear it, like, well, they didn't get back to me because blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, you just got to keep in your, stay in your lane and, like, just do you. Well, and, and like, did whatever. you ask? That's did you the thing, ask, right? Yeah. Did you ask Why didn't you reach get out? back to you? Right? At the end of the day, you know, uh, in the interviewing world, hmm. right, interviewing. you're always going to tell a candidate, make sure that nobody has any questions about your experience and why you're a good fit for this job before you leave. Right. Um... Because it's going to let them, the interviewer, know that you're interested in the position and selling yourself to them. Uh, and it can set expectations for you. Right. So great, you don't have any more questions. When should I expect to hear from you? Yes. I would think that that would be a regular question that you would ask when dating. Yeah. yeah. Hey, follow up. Mm, how Did about you, that? Right? True story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Follow up. Huge. You know, have if you go on a date and you have fun, text them. You know, this is a good one I heard. Um, text them to see, like, just, you know, make sure you text me to make sure that you got home okay, mm-hmm. right? If, like, you took separate things. Because so, that's always nice to hear, like, oh, look yes. what he did. This is so considerate. Because chivalry is not dead, people. Just telling Shouldn't you. Shouldn't be dead. Oh, my God. And it's open that door. <laughs> open that door. She didn't say door. take off your coat, put it on the puddle. No, just, just open, open the, the door. door. That's all. It's very simple. Open the door. Well, I would say that this sounds like it's a non-negotiable for Jen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll just stand there. <laughs> I'll just stand there. I don't care how long it takes. We can make a fun game well, out of it. Well, you've got the opportunity to, in your profile, say opening a door is a must. No, if you I'm don't not like that opening rigid. Doors. I'm just saying. I, think, I just feel like, you know, more and more I have this conversation with people. Like, it's like chivalry has become dead. Like, you know, they just... Not calling, not following up, and it's like, okay, like, they're not interested. And then you hear back, well, no, I, I'm interested. What? Well, NC, so yeah. are, are the people who are looking to have chivalry upon them, however one would say that, chivalric, chivalrous? chivalrous acts, uh, are they setting the expectation that that's something that they're looking for? Or are they leaving it all up to whether or not somebody's going to guess at it? Because that's not fair yeah, either. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the other thing. You can't guess and then get upset. Yeah, right? you can't be like, of course they're going to be doing this. Because again, that's an assumption, right? It's if just you never, if you never said that your favorite thing about going on a date, I is really that like it when, right? I really like it when you hold the door. Thank you so much. Yes, it makes me feel special. Like just that's be true. honest about right. it. I love it when men open doors for me. It makes me feel special. That's What's a really good tip. That? That's a tweetable moment right now. Tweetable. Really? Yeah. Oh. Gail, I'm tweetable. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> you are tweetable. I win. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So um, the the number one thing that I learned is just don't assume, right? Yeah, you can't assume. And just be honest and, and open. I think there's just too many times that people live in regret, like that moment passed. 
So I had a book that I just, my first writing chapter officially going to be published. I talk about regret a lot. And then very, very vulnerable side of Jen Hecht, you will see. Even my family was like, what? You go, girl. Put it I out know. there. Put it out there in the universe. But anyway, but the one thing is, is like, you know, don't let regret of like, oh, I'm scared or let fear inhibit because then you can lose an opportunity in business or in dating. In life. In life. Right? You know, like, Sales oh, and it life. passes you by and you're like, you'll go your whole life being like, if I just would, what would have happened if I just would have spoke up or I reached out to that person? How would my life be different? So let's take it a little bit further. So you had a sales call. Yeah. You know this person needs what you have to offer. Yes. Right? Just like in a date, potentially. So you know that you have the exact thing that they're looking for, and they're mm -hmm. just not going to buy. And you regret that you weren't able to communicate to them exactly what they needed to. Right. Why wouldn't you just call them back and let them know that? Because we're scared. Why wouldn't you just say, look, here's the thing. It's like too what much of a I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. Maybe I said maybe. it wrong. Right. Ma right. Maybe I wasn't clear enough. But this is really where I am on this. Yeah. You said you need X. I provide X. You said you need Y. I provide Y. You said you need it delivered in the way of B. And I deliver it exactly that way. So what, yeah. what, is, what do we need to do to make this happen? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't communicate that earlier. It's true. And you don't get, sometimes you don't get that second chance. And then it's some, no. Yeah. Well, we can only try, right? We're also human. Yeah. I mean, so, if, if the product doesn't fit, then, you know. Yeah. If the product, that's a, you know, then just bypass it. If right. it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. Right. Move on. Mm -hmm. Refer them to somebody that it would be a good fit for. Girl. I love it. Oh, my God. Well, I cannot believe we're <laughs> out of time. This has been so educational for me. I love it. Well, I, I enjoy it. She did not get me to sing tonight. I was so close. Oh. I tried. She tried. The singing didn't happen. What song? I'm not doing it again. <laughs> yes. Something about heroes? Yeah. No. Mm -mm. You're not going to pull it out of me. I'm not, not anymore, singing I tonight. <laughs> I missed my close. I was so close. So close. But anyway, um, so how can everybody get in touch with you? Uh, call me. I, I, I'm big into calling. Yeah. 540-809-9524. www.salesuprising.com. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. So I'm all around. over social media. Just all over. I'm working on it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show okay. tonight. It was so much fun. Thank you. Um, so make sure we tune in next week. We have Lori Saltz on the show. <gasps> yes. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know Miss Lori. Yeah. So she we're going to have a good time. So make sure you have a great week, everyone. And we will see you soon. Good night. Bye. See you.